Welcome back to the Stew Pod on Yahoo Sports. This is Mike Oz, joined by Chris Swick. We have the pleasure today to be joined by AJ Przinsky, who is uh, part of the Fox Sports broadcast team these days. Uh, you might have heard him calling some games already on FS1 this postseason. Uh, Fox Sports doing its 20th World Series this year, 18th in a row, and uh, you can you can catch the ALCS on Fox and FS1. AJ, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. It's been a pretty solid postseason so far. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, Chris, I know Chris has a question he wants to ask you right off the bat. I will say Chris, our, our resident White Sox fan. Um, Chris, I'm going to let you do it. Well, look, this was – I'll be, I'll be uh, up forward about it. It's, it's an excuse to bring up your, uh, your draft third strike from the ALCS a couple years back when the White Sox won the World Series. But uh, did you see the, the – Game five of the ALDS last night. It uh, it ended on Austin Jackson's what could have been a, a drop third strike there. He he didn't run it out. So I I'm just wondering if you saw that and if if you had any opinion there. <laughs> well, you always run, right? You never know <laughs> well, when yeah. when something will happen. You never know when or what will happen. So um, yeah, I did see that, and it, you know, it's just an interesting way to end the game um, and end the season for Cleveland. I mean, after the season they had and everything that had kind of gone so right for them for the whole year. And then to see it just so sh- short, I mean, it was just odd to me that it ended that way. And with them being up 2-0 and, and having the Yankees come back, we give the Yankees credit, but yeah, I mean, Austin Jackson could have run, but you have to understand it takes a special person to run in that situation because mm-hmm. you have to not be afraid of being called a back out twice. So it takes, a, it takes, it's not just your normal person that takes off and runs. You have to not be embarrassed that they, they call you out anyways. So Chris and I both picked the Indians to win the World Series, so we're not feeling too great about ourselves these days. Um, <laughs> go, well, don't feel bad because I also thought at the beginning they were going to win too. So <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't feel too too bad about no. that. Did, did did you think the Yankees had a shot in this one? Honestly, I saw the Yankees right at the end of the year. Uh, we did a game with them and the Blue Jays um, the last weekend of the season, the last Saturday, and they were playing really well. They Judge kind of figured it out again. Um, they're pitching, but then when I watched the, the wild card game and the way Severino started, I was like, man, that was their one hope is, is Severino is going to have to pitch really well. And he went out and, and laid an egg in that first game. And I was like, oh, you know, there's always questions about CC and about so many people. So it was like, oh, I don't know if they have, better have what it takes, but I give them, I give them and Joe Girardi and all, and that whole staff a tremendous amount of credit because they, they rallied the troops even after that game two debacle that, that happened with the hit by pitch and everything. And man, I, th- those guys came together and did it right. So I didn't think they had a chance, but man, after watching them and the way they came together after that huge, huge mess up, they, they definitely deserved it. You mentioned their pitching um, as, as somebody who was a catcher for a long time. What did you see that was different about, you know, th- their guys in, in the postseason? CC uh, Tanaka was great. Uh, Severino was great the second time. Was was there anything you saw that was different about them then versus the regular season? Oh well, CC had a great season. Let's not forget that. CC won fourteen games this year. Four, I think he was fourteen and five during the regular season. So he reinvented himself. He used to be a guy. I remember first facing him in Double A, uh, and he was a guy that threw upper nineties, and now he's an upper eighties guy with a, a curveball, a little cutter change up he's just become more of a pitcher whereas before he was a power guy Tanaka's always been dangerous the question with him has been the stuff or not the stuff it's never been the stuff it's been his health and when he's healthy he's he's really really good uh Severino has all the stuff in the world but he got the jitters out his first 
that first playoff start. And, and Larry Rothschild and Joe Girardi and the whole Yankees organization deserve a ton of credit. Uh, but I knew their bullpen was going to be tough. I said from day one that when they made all their moves and everyone was talking about Sonny Gray saying, oh, this is the difference maker. Well, no, I thought the Robertson, Canely, Todd Frazier was the difference maker because they got three players basically out of that one deal. And that that's proven it. I mean, Robertson, the way he pitched in the uh, in the wild card game, and then Canely came in and saved Batanzas the other night. And Robertson's basically been in every big situation they could put him in. I thought that was the move to me that, that kind of changed their season and especially their postseason future. You've been a part of uh, some pretty surprising playoff teams. Do you see any parallels with this year's Yankees and some of the teams that you've been on? No, they're, they're uh, I mean, every good team has good, every team that's left. I said, I said going into this playoffs, these are probably the best eight teams after you got out of the wild card round that have ever been in the playoffs. There was no flawed team and you can make a case for the first time in a long time that, Hey, all eight of these teams could win the world series. So I don't know. I don't know. If there's any surprises there. I, I think at the beginning of the year, the Yankees were looked upon as they have the chance if certain players come together and Gregorius and judge and Sanchez and all these guys have stepped up and done what they've needed to do. So I don't think there's any surprises. I think these teams are all really good and, and they're the best teams left in all of major league baseball. And, and they're there for a reason. And I think, especially in the American League, after doing the Astros series, man, that is a good team. 1-25, to they believe. A.J. Hinch has those guys locked in. And as soon as they got Justin Verlander, man, it changed their whole dynamic of that team and, the, and the, just the organization and the way they felt. I, I know we definitely want to get to the Astros, but I feel like we also have to ask you a little bit about Gary Sanchez's, Sanchez's defense. Uh, it's been just kind of a big story all year, and now you know a bigger thing because it's on a national stage. Um, you know, is that something that that concerns you? Since obviously we all know you have that experience behind the plate. Uh, it always concerns you when when you watch it and you see he, he's doing the best he can. Obviously, and Joe Girardi's a great teacher of catching. He played catcher. He has Tony Pena, one of the best defensive catchers of all time. So he's got guys that, there that can help him. Uh, and Joe Girardi, when he called him out, obviously in the year, I think that was more of a he's not working hard at it enough. Um, so that was kind of where Joe Girardi went with that, but, uh, it's not like he's not back there and lazy. I mean, he just, sometimes he looks a little slow, but that happens I and mean, he's late in the year. Maybe he's tired. I don't know the answer to that, but he can throw. I know that and he struggles blocking and he also struggles sometimes, uh, catching balls and keeping balls in the strike zone. Um, but, oh man, that offense is tough to, it's tough to look past 30 plus homers as a catcher and that throwing arm is kind of what's kept him back there. So you saw the Astros a bunch in the ALDS, and you said they impressed you. What were the one or two things that impressed you the most about the Astros? Well, their lineup, first of all. I mean, their lineup is ridiculous. Uh, one through nine. They got Brian McCann hitting ninth, and he's got 250-plus homers as a catcher. That's uh, You just don't see that uh, for a guy hitting ninth. And then for Brian McCann to say, yes, I will hit ninth, and I'll do it and be happy about it is, is a credit to Brian McCann. So – just the depth of their lineup, Altuve, Springer, Correa, these guys are athletic. They can hit for average. They don't strike out. They have power. I mean, these guys can do it all. And then you look at their pitching. I mean, especially Verlander and Keuchel. And then in the three spot, Charlie Morton has been incredible for them all year. And Peacock has a bunch of wins for them. And I think their bullpen is deceptively better than people think. They just don't have the big names. They don't have Robertson. They don't have Chapman. They don't have Wade Davis. They don't have uh, – do little. They don't have these names that people have heard of, Kenley Jansen, but they have guys that are 
that are solid, can get righties and lefties out. Davinsky's a guy that people hear about because he can get righties and lefties out. Uh, Musgrove is a guy that's coming to his own. Their closer, Giles, throws 100 miles an hour. I, I think they're, they're a well-balanced team, and they're also kind of underappreciated, I think, at times. Just just for the side of it, I, I enjoy Astros Yankees because we're going to have Jose Altuve and Aaron Judge, you know, two very opposite types of players. Uh, <laughs> what you do know. you mean they're about the same size? <laughs> yeah, if, if, if Altuve's on somebody's shoulders, they're about the same size. Uh, <laughs> it's great, isn't it? That just shows you baseball. Isn't it awesome? I mean, the biggest guy and then the shortest guy, and they're both MVP candidates, and they're fighting each other for the MVP. And It's, it's pretty awesome that baseball is probably the only sport that that could happen. Here's where I want your random prediction, though, because Altuve obviously had a great series. Uh, Judge struck out a bunch, had a couple good hits, but you know, for the most part, struck out otherwise. Who do you think is going to have more homers in the ALCS, Altuve or Aaron Judge? Oh man, he's really put me on the spot here. Uh, I mean, it's a well, prediction. So, you know, no, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think this out here. Altuve. I think Judge will run into at least one. I think it's going to be a long series, so I think Judge will at least run into one. Um, you know what? I, I picked Altuve for the MVP, so I'm going to go with Altuve and say he hits, he hits two or three in this series and, and carries the Astros. Either way, I think it's going to be it's going to be fun to see. I think, uh, although you know, Houston, I think will help Judge a little bit. I mean, it's a you know, you can you can definitely hit some homers there. Yeah, but his power is more to kind of right field, right center, and that's bigger than it is at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, so yeah. Um, people talk about those short the short porch in Houston, but it doesn't come into play as much as you think because. The Astros also know how to pitch away from it. I feel like one of the keys, at least to me in the series, is probably uh, two of the starters you mentioned, Charlie Morton, Brad Peacock. Uh, you got to see them a little bit in, in the ALDS. and they, they both had really great years, but I feel like you know people don't know much about them. Were there some things that you were impressed with or kind of took away or can shed light on with either of those guys that you saw? Well, for, for Peacock, he found a slider. I remember facing him years, years, a few years ago, and he didn't have a slider. He was more of a curveball changeup guy. Uh, but he went down and, and went to work in the minor leagues, and he was just happy to make the team. And then he found this, this slider that nobody can hit, and that's kind of changed his whole, his whole career path. He was just trying to make the team out of spring training, and now he's starting in the playoffs for him and, and his demeanor. And it, nothing bothers him. Every person you talk to in the Astros organization – so this guy just goes out there with the same demeanor. And if you watch game three of the ALDS, he, he got taken out rather quickly and, he, and they were still right there and he had to leave. But most guys would go in and be mad, throw stuff. He just kind of went in there and came back out and cheered for his teammates. So that was impressive. And then for Charlie Morton, he was a sinker curveball guy that didn't throw real hard. And then all of a sudden the Astros changed a couple mechanical things in him. And heck, now he's one of the hardest throwers, hardest starting pitchers in all of baseball, throwing wise, velocity wise. So, that, that's impressive. I don't know how you change it around. It's kind of like the opposite of what CC did. CC was a real hard thrower and became kind of softer as age caught up to him. And, and Morton kind of went away, had some surgeries and the Astros somehow with their analytics and their coaching uh, made him into a velocity guy. So on the NL side, we haven't talked a lot yet there. Um, the Dodgers, of course, you know, swept past the Diamondbacks with the Indians out. You know, a lot of people looked at the Indians and the Dodgers as kind of the favorites. With the Indians out, are the Dodgers the team that you think have the have to be the odds-on favorite or have the easiest path here to, to get it done? Oh no, I I don't agree with that at all. Um, I think I think their next series is going to be tough. Uh, um, I know Kershaw's had his problems in the in the playoffs, and I've seen it firsthand when I was with the Cardinals in '14. So 
it's no shoe in that, that he's going to go out. And I caught you Darvish and he's had his struggles in big games and, and Rich Hill, if he pitches game two or whatever their rotation is, isn't a guy you can necessarily count on. Um, their bullpen is good once you get to Kenley Jansen, but there's some other holes in the back end. Uh, their their lineup is good. They need Bellinger and Turner to hit. And when they went into to a funk, they didn't hit. So they're definitely holes in that team. They were at one time. They were people were talking about them being an all time great team. Well, they got on an all time hot run, but so did the Cleveland Indians, and they're home now. You mentioned uh, catching you, Darvish. Uh, you also caught Alex Wood, uh, and I feel like it, at least with Wood, a lot has changed with him. Um, with Darvish, I guess I'm a little less certain. You know, have you noticed anything with either of those guys that? Uh, differ greatly from from when you were teammates with them well i know talking to woody and watching woody pitch this year he stopped trying to be a power pitcher meaning he always wanted to pitch in to righties and, and pitch in and pitch in and pitch in and that's not really his strength his strength was always a sinker and a changeup. but he finally figured out hey i'll go in for show and, and sink and change in a way to especially to right-handed hitters and he's done that this year very effectively and and i'm happy for him because he made those adjustments and he learned and that's kind of always what you're looking for from young kids and then but Darvish, Darvish is the same guy. He's a high pitch count guy. He's going to be out after five, maybe six innings, just because his pitch count gets run up so quickly because of all the pitches he throws and all the his stuff is so good that people can't square it up. They don't swing and miss it. They foul him off, and that runs his pitch count up. Plus, he always tries to strike everybody out. So it's kind of a, one of those things that, man, yeah, you, you love strikeouts, you love this and you love that, but, man, you just like him to get quick out so he can stay in the game. Hey, AJ, it was a pleasure talking to you about the uh, the ALCS, NLCS. I think we're going to have a couple great series coming up like we have all postseason. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys on Fox. We appreciate your time. No problem, guys. Thanks a lot. And uh, enjoy the playoffs. They've been fun.